Hey Moonies, welcome to the Sailor Moon Fan Club Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria L. Johnson, and I'm here with Destiny Senpai. She's the host of the amazing podcast, Getting Animated, a weekly show that goes over anime news and reviews anime as well. It's also been heard in 41 countries. Uh, Destiny's also the social media coordinator for Crunchyroll, which is also super awesome. I'm super excited to talk to her. Hey, Destiny! Hi! Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to have like a fellow magical girl who loves anime and magical things as much as I do. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's it's true power, honestly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Magic power. Um, unite. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so first question I ask everyone who comes on the show, since this is a Sailor Moon fan club podcast, is what's your first memory of watching Sailor Moon? So... Actually, I got into Sailor Moon way older than most people. Um, I was, I think, maybe like 14, 15. Um, I knew about anime, but it wasn't until like I started reading manga and stuff. I got really into it. And I actually got really into Sailor Moon for a little bit um, before I started discovering there was a whole different world of like genres and anime. But like for everybody else... I would kind of say like an- like Sailor Moon wasn't necessarily my gateway anime, but it definitely led me into Magical Girls, and I was able to discover Card Captor Sakura and all this stuff. So, yeah, I would probably say like like I said when I was older, I got into Sailor Moon, which most people are like, yeah, I was seeing it when I was a little kid, but no, like I was one of those lucky few that got to be able to interpret it. Had like an older mindset and like really understand what these girls were like going through so yeah I'm kind of lucky for that yeah definitely because I know when I was watching it I was like seven and a lot of things went over my head and I didn't even pick up to it pick up on it until I like rewatched it when I was like yeah. probably around the same age like 14 15 16 ish yeah. I think I got like I got the first two seasons when I was like 14 for Christmas and then like the next Christmas I got like the next two seasons. Oh, wow. And then yeah. I think when I was 16, I finally got like season five and watched it for the first time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I randomly was like looking it up because I always knew what Sailor Moon was, you know, like it's mm-hmm. one, it's like Dragon Ball Z. You just, you know what it is, right. but to like sit down and actually get into it, I was a little bit older and I'm like, I said, I'm really happy because I was able to like understand and interpret it like relationships and stuff a little bit better um and I feel like if I was younger I probably would have just like whoop it would have went wide over my head (laughs) (laughs) definitely oh that's really cool um how did you feel when you're watching it like what were you thinking um I felt like these girls were going through too much in my opinion (laughs) I was just like oh my gosh like I couldn't even imagine you know dealing with what the stuff I was dealing with, you know, in, in high school and just dealing with having to save the world as well. It's just like, it was mind blowing to me. And I was just like, I feel like they deserve a break, like lots of breaks and, and time to themselves. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I also definitely felt like if they were able to do all this stuff, you know, like saving the world, but also trying to balance a normal life, you know, whatever I was going through was able to also kind of get, be able to be manageable because, you know, I'm not saving the world. I just have this one problem to deal with. So it definitely was encouraging and really inspiring to see that. Um, 
But yeah, I always wish I, I wish I had powers for sure. <laughs> and all the stuff that I went through, I was like, oh, I wish I could just like have my own crystal powers and be able to take on whatever problems I had with powers behind me. Same to this day. Yeah, <laughs> to this day. Yeah, I was literally just saying like, I wish I was able to have powers where I could like tap something and then like all my work would be done for me. Oh my god. That would be great. Wonderful. That would be great. I would love to like transport to places. Oh yeah. I never have to like deal with airports. That would be amazing. (laughs) Honestly, being able to transport is like the probably the second on my list but i'm really scared especially of like heights mm. and stuff like that so like yeah i would i don't know how teleportation would be like i don't know if i would have to teleport but i would like be out you know like above the earth or something and then teleport oh. to the that's just the only fear that i have <laughs> no i never thought of that i don't like heights either and i really wish it's just like i just want to be in my apartment and then being like on a street in paris or something like that's yeah, what i don't want to do with like going how, anywhere exactly yeah. that's how i assume it's gonna be but then mm-hmm. like i was just like wait what happened if it's like you transport but then like I don't know, for a brief second, you're in the middle of the air and then you have to yeah. transport it back to Earth or something. Oh, it I would does hate that. It kind of makes sense, sadly. <laughs> like, you have to go to like a focal point and then to like where you want to go or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that would be cool and terrifying. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah. But um, since you started, you saw. Um, I'm hoping, so would you say Sailor Moon is kind of like your gateway to magical girl, magical girl anime? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I I didn't really know about magical girl. So, like, my pathway to anime was kind of weird and strange. Um, and I tell people that's literally why I'm such a weirdo now. Um, so, like, <laughs> I got into anime by reading Case Closed Mangas. And uh, those are true crime well, not true crime, but they're basically detective mystery stories based off of, like, real crimes, you know, about this little boy who basically solves crime and right. murders and things like that. Really, like, kind of graphic stuff. And honestly, I don't know why my mom was like, go ahead and read that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then as I was reading those different ones, I actually got into this manga called Pixie Pop. If I don't, I think that's what it's called. And it was a magical girl manga. And it was gorgeous. I mean, like, page turner. I was just into it. Um, and it was completely different than, you know, case closed. But it basically was about this girl who would drink a certain, like, juice or elix- elixir. It would be, like, peach juice. And she would turn into, like, a peach magical girl or whatever. And that was when I kind of was like, wow, this is, like, a really dope genre that I could get into. And then I started digging into more stuff, and then I ended up finding Sailor Moon, which is so funny because when you type in Magical Girl, like, you'll see her. She's, like, Sailor Moon is, like, right there. And I just remember, like, diving in and, like, watching the show, and it was just, it was just so dope. Like, she was just a young girl, like, trying to get to school, do all the stuff, hang out with her friends. Like, she slowly got to meet different friends and Everybody in her friend group was different, and it was kind of cool because, like, when I was in high school, I always liked to hang out with different people. You know, I never liked to be kind of stuck in one box or one type of friend group. So it was cool that she was able to have so many different types of friends, and I kind of was putting that 
and applying it to my own life as well. And I was able to relate to that. And I always say, like, Usagi, honestly, is very similar to me. Because <laughs> we're both really big crybabies. But, like, we'll also do whatever we want, for, like, or do whatever we have to for our friends. Um, and I just, I resonated with her so much. And just the things that she was able to accomplish while being a crybaby, you know? So... I would definitely say, yeah, I, my journey to Magical Girls was a little awkward one, but it was definitely really fun. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It's been a goal of mine for forever to read or watch all of Case Closed and Lupin. Um, Oof, good luck. I know. Because <laughs> I love detective stuff and I love like spy stuff and I love uh, like heist kind of things Mm. so i'm just like oh this is so my jam but it's so many chapters and episodes i think it's it's also called detective conan right yeah so it's case closed or Mm -hmm. case closed is like the english name the japanese name is like detective conan um yeah it's it's great i love it i love it and that's literally the gateway for me to becoming an anime fan and i love the series so much but yeah it's a lot though it's a lot to get through yeah I love that, though. That's such a cool origin story. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. Um, so you mentioned Usagi before. Would mm-hmm. you say that's your favorite scout slash senshi? Okay, here's my thing. So okay. I <laughs> love Sailor Mars. Sailor Mars, I love her so much. I think she's beautiful. I think she's so tough. I love, like, that she, like, takes care of her grandpa. Like, I love Sailor Mars. However... <laughs> Yusagi and I are literally the same person. Like, I, there has never been a situation where, honestly, I don't think me and Yusagi differ. Um, because like, she's literally, she's a crybaby, just like me. She loves to eat, but then she also complains about getting fat. Like, she's, like, everything that she does, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, like, sometimes I get annoyed with her, you know, watching the show, but then at the same time, I'm like, I probably would have done the same thing. Like, I can't even yell at her. And it's funny, because she's, like, a cancer, and I'm also a cancer. Like, we're both water signs. I was just like, this, she's literally the twin. And whenever I fill out, like, um personality quizzes or stuff like that, I always get Usagi. Although, like, I always want Sailor Mars, no matter what, always Usagi. It's the worst. <laughs> Sometimes I ask people like, "What, like, what's your favorite scout? What's who's the scout you want to be when you when you grow up?" You know, mm-hmm. like, I feel like that's kind of what you have going on. Well, honestly, yeah. I would love to be Sailor Jupiter. Mm. I, so I have a bias for Sailor Mars just because I think she's really pretty and I just think she's so cool. Mm. Um, but Sailor Jupiter is definitely like the mom of the group and I've always like I was a theater major like in high school and college and like people were always calling me like mom or like the stage mom because I always made sure everybody had something to eat I was making sure you were at rehearsals I was like always on top of people like that so I always I don't know I always kind of feel like when I watch the show now I see a little bit of myself in Sailor Jupiter um I always wish Sailor Jupiter had more confidence in herself, though. I'm, yeah. Because she deserves. But, she um, yeah, no. Sailor Jupiter is probably who I'd want to be. Because she's such a mom. Like, I feel like she'd be so great, like, running her own daycare or something. Like, Ooh. I don't know. Oh, if yeah. they have their own, like, spinoff where they're adults. <laughs> I would totally. I've been wanting, like, 
a spinoff of each senshi where we just even if it's like a short like just give me a short on each and just let me see their lives yeah there was like a i forgot a couple of yeah yeah like i forgot mm-hmm. there was um a short coming out not as like sailor moon but it was like other magical girls who were like older i forgot what it was called but it was like older magical girls and they like left the business and it was kind of telling oh. you what they were doing now and i was like i would love to see that for sailor moon like what are they up to <laughs> yeah there was a manga i was reading like that it's probably the same one you're talking about and it was mm-hmm. really cool because it was the same thing i think it was like retired magical girls or yeah something. yeah yeah and i just think that's cool like that's such a cool concept because i feel yeah. being a magical girl does not have to stop at you know, 15, 16. <laughs> right. Like, there's so much more in a life of being, like, a magical person, you know? Like, you just have so much growing to do, and there's a lot more bigger and tougher battles, like we kind of were mentioning before. Like, there's mm-hmm. just a lot you have to fight nowadays, you know? And yeah. I feel like it would be incredible, incredible for, like, an adult magical girl or just, like, part-time or retired (laughs) it was yeah just being like hey i have to defeat you know the parking ticket monster or something i don't know (laughs) oh that would be awesome exactly (laughs) one punch man but like (laughs) exactly like now i have to go pay rent like let me defeat the rent Uh. monster It's so real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really love that manga. I found it. It's um, Life After Retirement of Magical Girls. And it was yes. really cool because, like, it was, like, a new magical girl moved in with, like, some older, like, jaded magical girls. And she's just, like, so excited to, like, be a magical girl. And they're like, yeah, so. It's, yeah, <laughs> like, it's sleep. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's over. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah. that, like, excitement when you start a new job. And then, like, you start right. realizing the job isn't as, like, sparkly as you thought it was going to be. And you're yeah. just like, <sighs> You're like, oh, you'll, you'll get there. <laughs> yeah, you'll understand. Yeah, bureaucracy and stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Have you um gotten into any other like sub magical genres? Because there's like dark magical girl, and there's there's another manga called like Magical Girl Spec Ops that I got into for a bit, and that was really cool. Like, um, Madoka. Yeah. So I I mm-hmm. got into so I like <laughs> I sound like so. I don't know, cynical or something, because I was just talking about, like, true crime, and now I am obsessed (laughs) with um, horror magical girls. Uh, I love horror anyways, but, Mm. um, yeah, there's basically, I was reading this manga, and it's basically called Magical Magical Girl Apocalypse, and it basically follows... An invasion of these horrifying magical girls and their powers are just so scary. And um, I was addicted to it. Like I kept reading. It was like a great page turner. And like all these magical girls are like cute kind of, but they're also like terrifying. And like all their powers are super scary. And it's kind of <laughs> like an invade of like... um zombies or something but instead it's magical girls and that was like the first time I saw like a like a spin on the magical girl because it was still kind of cute but also Mm -hmm. horror related so I thought I I thought that was pretty interesting so I I do like magical girl horror 
Like, I also got into, um, I think it was, like, Magical Girl site, where, like... Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's not good. I, I oh. got into... Yeah, it was really... It was really grotesque, um, and mm-hmm. I didn't really care for it. But I do like the idea of being, like, taking the cutesy Magical Girl aspect and making it a little bit darker. Um mm-hmm. Just, just to change it up. Because, I mean, like, I love, like I said, I love Cardcaptor Soccer. I love Sailor Moon. So, I wish, like, we could get, like, Sailor Moon, um, like, the animation and the style of it. How it's, like, really over-the-top girly. But, mm-hmm. like, if we added a horror spin to it, I think that would be really cool to see. But... That'd be down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. I think the closest we get is probably season three slash season S. But yeah. Yeah. Totally. Could go for like mm-hmm. more. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I like. Check- mm-hmm. um, I'm, I also want to start watching Magical Madoka. Yeah. Um, I think you'd like it based on what you told me. I've heard so many good things about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I even got to sit down with the voice of the cat. Um, the voice actor yes i got Mm -hmm. to talk it was i went to her um like women in animation panel and Mm -hmm. it was great she was just talking about and i was like i still have never seen this show (laughs) and i just remember being like i need to go watch this because i feel like it'd be right up my alley it totally would i think and i think you might like magical girl spec ops it's not a horror magical girl series but it's Mm -hmm. like basically combines like magical if magical girls were like a section of the army what and like yeah like its own special kind of unit kind of thing um that's cool yeah it's it was it was pretty cool and it gets a little gory sometimes but i'm sure you don't mind that (laughs) but um it's and it gets kind of scary sometimes like some of the characters is like oh you're serious like you are about Mm. to like terrorize this person um Mm. But um, but it's really good. I thought, like I've been really enjoying, like the, like you said, like kind of the the spinoffs or the different ways people are approaching the magical girl genre. Yeah, because I think yeah. I think you can do a lot with magical girl genre. Like I think you could do a lot mm-hmm. with the magical girl genre. Like there's so much opportunity there, and it doesn't even have to be something dark either. You know, like 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 we were just talking about. We would love to see magical girls. As adults mm-hmm. trying to um, just make it there. Have you actually, I want to ask you, have you ever watched um, Quinta's Magical Girl show? Oh, I watched the first few episodes and it was kind of cool. Yeah. I, I it liked it. I yeah. think, I mean, it definitely wasn't like Sailor Moon or <laughs> like, yeah. like what I would imagine it to be, but it was cool like seeing her be able to kind of use it in a way where it's like okay we're adults and then i'm using my magical girl powers for like adult problems i thought that was pretty cool i thought so too especially like hearing them talk about like birth control and like different anxiety things. Like, oh yeah anxiety yeah and like mood boarding and stuff mm-hmm. yeah i really feel like it was like an adult Sailor Moon, well, yeah, just an adult magical girl series. And it makes yeah. sense, like, they said, like, they wanted to combine, like, Sailor Moon aesthetics with kind of, or that, like, idea of a magical girl that you get from Sailor Moon with, like, 
the family guy type of <laughs> humor. Yeah, and I like and how I- it, it had its own trans uh like um its own transition scene as well. I thought that was mm-hmm. pretty cool. But also like we're seeing magical girls in more like different things like uh Craig of the Creek. Yeah. And we saw her, the little the little girl. I'm forgetting her name, but I was able to speak to um, um it's like Space Cadet or something like that. Yeah. I think. Sparkle Cadet. Sparkle Cadet, yes. Yeah. And it's just it's like cool because she is a magical girl and yeah. she had her own special transformation. I think you spoke to the creator, I think, right? Oh yeah, or, I, I spoke to yeah. um one of the head writers, I think head it was. Got it. Yeah. Um, and he was so sweet and I was just remember like telling him how much I loved I loved her. Um yeah. and I thought it was really cool that he implemented like her own you know, her own special scene where she transformed because I know a lot of little girls love that, especially when I was watching Sailor Moon, I adored that. Like Sailor Moon transformations, I don't care what anyone says, like that's my favorite thing. Uh nothing tops watching a Sailor Moon transformation for the first time period Mm -hmm. like nothing like just watching her get ready it's just it's such a breathtaking experience especially when you're watching it you know in hd clear (laughs) and you're watching like all the sparkles and this the way that it flows together it's like really a breathtaking moment so i was really excited being able to see that on craig of the creek for sure yeah i get really happy for like the younger generations, especially of young black anime girl fans, because mm-hmm. there's just so much like between Adore My Chi and a Space Sparkle Cadet and yeah, Princess Love Polly. There's just a lot out there. It's just really, really, really cool. Um, yeah. The Magical Girl Friendship Squad is the um, Quinta show. I have to look mm-hmm. it up too because I forgot the name quickly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, but you guys, whoever's listening, you should definitely go listen to Destiny's episode with the Craig of the Creek head writer, and listen to our episode with um, Kelsey, who uh, is a creator of the Magical Girl Friendship Squad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll, I'll drop the links to both in the description. But um, speaking of your podcast, though, when when did you get the first idea to start your podcast? Um, So I was... Um, so I was actually um fresh out of high school um kind of like a year after graduating high school and I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life I just knew that I loved anime um and I remember sitting there like what are you gonna do Destiny like what is your talent what is your thing and I just remember being like I love anime and that's all I know and I want to talk to more people about anime I want to just I don't know just be myself in the best way possible or at least try to be so then I was like I'm gonna create a podcast (laughs) and hopefully people will listen to me and hear me talk about anime and um yeah I've been doing it since 2017 um and it's my pride and joy I have no idea that I would be able to meet as many people as I have um talk to many people like debate anime ideas it's it's honestly really surreal it really is surreal like I got to meet you um I've like so many amazing talented people I've been able to become friends with it's it's insane because I never thought I would be able to get this opportunity so yeah yeah. it's it's really like amazing to see the like vast black 
anime fan community or the like the nerd community black nerd community online it's just it it makes me really happy it does it does because i feel like we were so isolated for a long time um or at least i felt like that like i felt like i was always teased i always felt kind of like left out i feel like nobody really um no one really respected the fact that I liked anime or, like, thought it was okay. Like, they thought it was something weird. So being able to meet a whole bunch of different Black anime fans just uh, makes my heart really big inside. <laughs> I'm so happy I met you, too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's great. It really is great. I'm so, so, so happy. Mm-hmm. Um, who is a person you would love to interview on your show and why is it Meg the Stallion? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you already answered that. Um, <laughs> I am a huge Meg fan. I sure am. Um, I love her to pieces. I love her so much. Um, I just feel like it would be great to talk to her and, and let her, uh, I don't know, let her, just talk about anime and put her on to some anime. I know she likes Shonen a lot, but I would love to talk to her about, like, just different anime I would love to recommend to her. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm not really sure. I, I, besides Meg, I don't really know who else I would have super big on my show. That's um, going to be super big. Could be, you know. Oh, anybody? Um, anybody, yeah. Um, I would have the creator of Peach Girl on my show. Ooh. I don't know how that would go, but um, I just think I, Peach Girl has changed my life. It's one of my favorite and one of the first anime series that I got into. Um, it's a mess, and I love all of it, and I would love to talk to the creator and say, hey, thanks for making the show, and just ask a whole bunch of different questions about it, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. That- be awesome um yeah i used to think like oh my god it's impossible i don't know japanese but i'm like you can hire a translator yeah figure it out so you never know i mean i feel like so many mangakas are very um uh i guess reclusive like they don't really yeah like don't they post like one thing on twitter a year and then like (laughs) if you're lucky yeah and i'm just like oh snap they posted like right. and they it's so happy new year yeah like that's it like it's so yeah. sad <laughs> yeah oh my god and i'm like who runs this account like why are they only posting like hi and that's it like nothing else <laughs> right yeah but i hope it happens for you one day i'm sure it will Thanks. that would be awesome peach would... girl's also on my list thank you that's yeah. like my thing yeah it's um that might be my next anime i've been trying to figure out what i'm gonna watch next i finally finished carol and tuesday and i'm really happy oh i loved it did you like it i did that's good i feel like you would like it for sure it's definitely very music oriented and i feel like you would yeah i love the music aspect of it i don't always love musicals even though i'm starting to like musicals more recently but um but I really love the music in it. I love the story. I thought it was just like a really cute like show. I really yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, I think Peach Girl might be it the next though. It's, uh, it's a mess. I'm telling I you. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love mess. I got my friend into it and I was just talking to her about it. And she's like, they don't make this stuff this messy anymore. And I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, yeah. So I will I will watch it and I'll let you know. Please do. I'd love thoughts. to hear your thoughts. <laughs> um, 
other thing you do is it's cool. You work for Crunchyroll, just like I do. The one of the biggest anime companies out there, um, mm-hmm. as their social media coordinator. Um, what do you well, ask, What do you do? Like it's like like describe your job to this person who like has no idea what you do. I guess to um, like yeah. I just I work in social media, I guess. So, mm-hmm. uh, working in social media could be an array of different things. Um, uh, yeah, I just I'm I'm just always around. I'm like everywhere and nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I'm like an agent or something. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm just yeah, yeah, I'm just always around. I'm always just Mm -hmm. trying to make sure um, the anime fans are watching the best shows out there because there are a lot of amazing anime shows that you need to be watching. Yes, I love (laughs) that. Um, What would you think makes a good tweet? Um, it depends. So, like, whatever Mm -hmm. you're into, whether it is. Um, whether it is art, anime, sports, I find things that are most relatable do the best. Um, so if you are able to do something where a hundred thousand people could relate to that same thing, you're probably going to do really well. Um, I know that sounds like so weird and you could be, I mean, it could be as simple as like an experience that you shared at home. Um, because, like, I'm convinced, like, all black people live the same lives. And what I mean mm-hmm. by that, like, we share a lot of the same experiences. Like, there's sometimes I'll see a TikTok where I'm like, I thought my family was the only ones who did that. <laughs> to turn around and, like, that not be the case. And there's, like, a thread of, like, other black girls who are like, no, my mom does the same thing. Or, no, my dad right has the same pot you know like anything yeah. that is like super relatable people just love to share and i feel like also the most genuine ones um if you just go out there as yourself more, nine times out of ten people will respond positively makes sense yeah and i'll add to i think there's also that like every black girl has like the same scar on their knee exactly (laughs) like and i've seen that tweet like four or five different times from different people and Mm. like it has always been viral or gone over the top like every time every time and why is that because we all have the same scar on our knee we do (laughs) oh man it's kind of wild yeah Um, for real so you mentioned that you like to recommend animated people. So what's some of your favorites? I guess you kind of mentioned some, but yeah, what are some of your favorites? Um, So I am going to... So whenever I recommend animated people, I try to keep it generic. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it depends. Because if I get to talk to you, um, I obviously want to know what your interests are. So if, like, if you're into Magical Girl or music or sports, I want to find that out first before I recommend you anime. But mm-hmm. um, when it's like something like this and other people uh, are just listening and they're going to just hear my opinion, uh, I usually would recommend something super short to you because I don't want to put you on to, like, Naruto or, like... Yeah. One Piece, or even <laughs> Case Close. Case Close has like over nine hundred episodes. Like I don't want you to step into that and make that type of commitment. So I would definitely recommend um, Erased. 
Uh, Erased mm-hmm. is a really good show. It's only 12 episodes. And if you like, you know, cat and mouse game, um, like the chase and trying to solve the mystery, if you're really into um, a little bit of sci-fi, definitely recommend that to you. Um, if you like slice of life or something... Um, that you find interesting, I would definitely recommend Love is Hard for an Otaku. Um, It's an extremely short series, super cute, and everybody is a grown-up. So you don't have to deal with, like, um, you don't have to deal with, like, the high school love drama where you're just like, I can't deal. And it's, like, super dramatic. (laughs) Uh, Love is Hard for an Otaku is literally a bunch of, um, like, 20-year-olds and they're dating, not all each other, but some are dating each other. And it's just, like, mm-hmm. regular stuff. Like, we go to work. Oh, and they're all otakus. So, like, they all meet up. They might, like, get drunk and play um, Mario Kart. Like, it's just really cool. And um, I would definitely recommend those for sure, those two. Because those are very, like, opposite of the spectrum. Like, one's mm-hmm. really fast and, like, engaging, and the other one's kind of slow-paced and pretty lax but yeah those are the two i would definitely recommend (laughs) nice i like those thank you i guess are two that have been on my list for a while too i've been seriously slacking in my anime watching but i will probably watch those too after future drama yeah yeah um and what else do you stand so this is like not just like anime but it could be people it could be uh, food like it could be literally anything like <laughs> what else do I stand besides um hmm so I love so my top things the things that make me I'd probably say are like anime true crime horror movies and um I, I might I was gonna say k-pop but Hmm. I'm not that deep into the K-pop world uh, (laughs) as much as I want to. But I would probably say the fourth thing that I'm, like, a huge fan of is Animal Crossing and video games. Um, I love video games. I'm a huge – like, my um, fiancé just bought me a PlayStation for Christmas, and I'm very, very excited. (laughs) I'm, like, playing Dang for Rampa. Um, I've been – binging Animal Crossing and just trying to redo my island again. Yeah, I would definitely say video games is like the other thing that I stand for sure. Awesome. That is a cool list. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, what advice would you have for someone who wanted to create a podcast that is as great as yours or get into kind of like social media as a career? Um, So I would definitely recommend to start your own podcast um just do it just do it I know everyone's going to say like you need a mic you need this you need that um obviously you need the the very basics which could be like iPhone headphones like I started off with just regular headphones with a mic attached and I held it's not the most comfortable thing in the world but I (laughs) I would hold the the cord up a certain distance away so I wasn't like moving around and stuff but people were able to hear it um yeah I mean it 
it's just about doing it and getting started. I feel like a lot of people don't get into things that they want to do or or try because they're really scared or they feel like people might judge you. Once you just put it out there, you'll be surprised. People will support you more more times than they will criticize you. Um, so definitely just do it. And then if you're somebody who's trying to get into social media, um, I would definitely say read a lot about social media. I know that sounds like so boring and not the most helpful stuff, but social media is constantly changing. Um, I love social media outside of my job. I just love it. Like I love learning about Instagram and Twitter and all these different platforms because social media literally can change the world. And I know it sounds like so crazy to say, or like, I don't know, weird to say it like that, but like social media is such an impact in a lot of our lives. So I feel like making sure that you're up to date with all the time, like all the new trends, all the times that the apps are changing can definitely help you get into the career. Because it's like, at least you know all the different things that are happening. Um, Whether it's like, you know, Instagram created reels, but we already have TikTok. Like just looking and learning and finding out what's the best thing for you or like just what you're most interested in and just like taking off on it. I think that's like the number one thing or a huge tip I would definitely give somebody if they wanted to get into social media marketing. That is some great advice. Uh, and then just like Sailor Moon had, um, Sailor Moon says phrase at the end of every episode, what would your phrase be? So Sailor Destiny says, um, (laughs) so when you told me that this was something I had to do, I was thinking about this for a long, long, (laughs) long time. I was, when I tell you I was sitting there pondering this, I could not figure (laughs) out what I was going to say. Um, so I finally decided what it was going to be. Um, it was going to be in the name of the moon, listen to black women. I feel like that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> I love it. It captures everything. I <laughs> Listen, I was thinking hard about it. And I think that's, that's the one for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it literally just like, what else do you need to know? Just listen to black women. I'm telling <laughs> you. Mm-hmm. You will always be in the right basically (laughs) love it um and what is next for you and where can people find you um what's next for me is i am planning really special episodes for the whole month of february which is black history month um i have some amazing things coming up and i'm going to be posting about them as they come about um you can find me at destiny senpai on twitter and uh, getting animated on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and you can also visit my website, destinysenpai.org. But yeah, where I put all my episodes out into the world. Oh, also you can listen to the episode on Anchor, or not just the episode, my podcast, on Anchor, um, Google Music Play, Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. <laughs> Awesome! Yes. And once again, I am Victoria L. Johnson, and I'm the host of the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. You can find us at Mooney's Club on Twitter and Mooney's underscore club on Instagram. And we have merch now at Mooney'sClub.com if you want to check that out, too. And-
That's it. Thank you, Destiny, for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me.